welcome to Vision Extra, coming to you from Vision Australia Radio. Peter Greco with you, and with us is Sam Taylor, Blindness Product Specialist with Pacific Vision. Sam, hello. Great to be talking to you again, Peter. Hi. What have you got there? I have a beta device, the new BrailleSense 6, slated to be released in June or July of this year. We spoke Uh, to you about a month ago when the uh, announcement came out, and it sounded very exciting. What's, what are your first impressions? It is very exciting. When I unboxed the device, the first thing I noticed is that um, the form factor was very, very similar to what I'd seen before, which is what we'd expected. Form factor-wise, it was similar to the Polaris, but certainly a little less weighty. Not that the Polaris was weighty anyway, but um, you know, there, there was a little bit taken out as far as the weight was concerned. So 705 grams. So you will notice a slight difference and also a um, a little bit thinner as well. As far as the actual ports are concerned or the way that the device is manufactured, we've now got a USB port on the back of the device, which is really nice for connecting a thumb drive or if you want to connect a keyboard. There's another USB port around the right-hand side of the device. So what this means is that if IT personnel need to work on your device, there's no need now for them to connect like a USB hub, which means a device that you can connect a number of USB devices to. They've been now got USB mouse access, they've got USB keyboard access, and can go ahead and configure this for things like um, your, your workplace or your school network or whatever. And they can also plug in a screen at the same time. So look, ports abound on this device, basically. There's a braille letter V for the vision where the screen can be plugged in and also P for power where you can um, charge the device as well. So that's really, really good to see that you've got those braille labels on there. On the other side, on the left-hand side of the device, we've got a couple more braille labels, M for microphone, H for headphones. So it's really obvious where people Mm. will be plugging their peripherals in. And because we're not going with that sort of you know barrel ac adapter anymore we're actually using USB-C. people aren't going to be plugging them into the headphone jack anymore either so um yeah there's 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 no danger of that happening i suppose it's been brought into the 21st century if you like as far as being on par with with other notebooks and the way that that they sort of you know plug in peripherals and, and you're able to charge things on the go and it's it's really really nice from a, um, a hardware perspective but also the braille keys as well the keyboard has had a complete overhaul and um, it's completely impossible to out-type this keyboard. So type as fast as you like, and um, <laughs> it's it's extremely accurate. It's actually the same sort of keyboard as is used um, on the, the Cube Braille, if anyone has experienced the, uh, the Cube Braille from HIMSS. So same type of keyboard, very nice to use. Well, you want to give us a bit of a demo? What sort of things uh, would you like to show us? Yeah, so we can talk a little bit about that. And for those who haven't experienced Braille Sense before, we'll talk a little bit about what's existing, but also some of the speed improvements as well. So the main thing about this is, is speed more than anything else, but just as important is the upgrade as well to the new Android version. So the BrailleSense Polaris is currently running Android version 5.1. The BrailleSense 6 will be running Android 10, which will mean that you'll be able to install a lot more recent applications and be able to navigate them and just have that overall accessibility for apps. You know, there'll be a lot less uh, restrictions as far as installing third-party apps. And, and the idea is that that will be upgradable as well. So just power the device on. So I've got the standard hymn sound that many people will be used to. 
file manager, F. I press the F1 key. Those keys are a little bit different as well. They're actually the same level as the spacebar and the control and alt keys. So that's a little bit different as well, something to get used to. But just navigating quickly through the interface, it's the same as it was before. Word processor, notepad, email, media, M. The email program now incorporates Microsoft Exchange as well, so all in one. Organizer, uh, web tools, B. The organizer now has the database manager back as well. So those who had a U2 and we're using the database manager uh, will be happy about that. Extras, X. Uh, we now have a color recognizer as well. So under the extras manager, uh, we've now got the, the color reader also. And a few other bits and pieces are also coming under the, the web tools as well. So that's really nice to see. Dictionary is built in and you're able to download third-party dictionaries, so, so modern uh, foreign languages as well. So that's not something that you'll have to write to me or write to hims about anymore. That's just um, going to be there automatically. I will just quickly open an app so you can see how quickly this actually happens now. I'll, I'll hit W for the word processor. Top of document. Okay, and we're in. Mm. So there's no waiting around. Doc this Doc is okay. a short uh, Okay, so the keyboard is really responsive. We yeah. can get out just as quickly. Word processor. And we're back to the main menu again. So there's mm. there's no lag. There's no hanging around waiting for processes to complete or anything like that. If I want to go to my Play Store, I just hit P. List word processor. Button for you press enter to activate. And I'm already there. So yeah. there, there's a significant increase in speed, mm. which is, is the main thing that people are going to notice. So the color reader, how does that work? Uh, do you so that will a, take a an photo. external camera? You can. You can use a USB camera if you want to, or you can use the camera on the back of the device. So if we, we go to our color reader under our extras menu and line that up, um, I'll just take the shirt that I'm wearing, for example. We'll press enter on that. Capture image button. Yep, we'll line that up at the back of the device and press enter there. That takes a quick picture. Recognized dark salmon edit box. <laughs> dark salmon. I'm not wearing a salmon or a pink shirt, but there you go. It does <laughs> use the same sort of technology as is found on the Blaze for those who are familiar with that. I've also got no light on in this room at the moment. I just remembered as well, I'm sitting in total darkness. But yeah, those who are familiar with the Blaze camera will, the sounds are very familiar, but I did notice that it was significantly quicker. Again, with the, the processing power that this machine has, you know, with not to mention your six gig of RAM and your 128 gig of storage as well. So, and the, the nice thing is I can read this in Braille. You've got your dark salmon there and you've got the, the different okay, parts of that's yeah, oh, which that is Okay, that's isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, what about as far as uh, some of the apps go, maybe some that uh, you're familiar with or that uh, you might have used on the Polaris compared to uh, the yeah. 6? Uh, can you compare some in terms of you know, how they differ? And sure. So Zoom works extremely well on here and um, I'm finding that it's a little bit different just as far as what I have access-wise to various features. We have files by Google as part of the Android 10 suite, so we've got immediate access to the file infrastructure, if you like, as well. And just overall things like people were having a little bit of difficulty accessing their bank and those sorts of things before, just due to the accessibility that it just wasn't really all that present in the earlier Android versions. We've got scanning and reading apps, which are more tailored for the later Android uh, versions, which are going to run a lot more smoothly on this version. So yeah, I, I ha just haven't found an app that doesn't really work. I suppose is, is the main takeaway from this. So what about if people have got a Polaris, for example, and they yep. want to back stuff up and then put it on their 6? Is there anything that won't be able to come back onto the 6 from the Polaris originally? Everything so far for me has worked really well. So it will just sync over to your Google account. And once the upgrade, you know, once you've got your device, it will just basically transfer everything directly across. Yeah, I know you haven't had it very long in terms yep. of um, the, the battery. Uh, any idea about battery life? Battery life is pretty much on par. We're expecting anywhere from 15 
15 to 18 hours, depending on what you're doing with it. There is a lot more that you can do now as far as far as connecting to, you know, third party devices like mixers. So obviously, if you're connected to a USB camera screen or mixer, it's going to drain battery a little bit more quickly than if if you weren't. But as your daily driver and daily use, 15 hours plus. Okay. And of course, it uh, has a USB-C connector to charge it. So uh, if you had uh, the old uh, Polaris or U2 cables, they won't work with this. But I guess you get the cable with the uh, You do. And what's nice is that they're easily replaceable and you can just use them on the go anywhere as well. Mm. Okay. What about as far as the the situation now? Obviously, uh, we, we go around the world on the Vision Australia Radio Network online, but for people listening in Australia and New Zealand as well, what's the situation as far as ordering goes? I think when we spoke in March, you thought you thought in your second half of the year. Do you think that's still on target? Yeah, so it, it is slated for release in, in June. I'm thinking probably July by the time we actually get these units and we begin to distribute them in Australia. So yeah, the second half of the year is, is a safe bet at this stage. And we're certainly taking orders now. We're not taking your money now by any means, but we're getting a, a short list of people who are interested either in trading in their devices or buying devices new, and most importantly, sending quotes out. So we understand that people are wanting to secure things now for their NDIS packages. Mm. And we can send them through um, either to you know individuals in question or through to your plan manager, whatever's whatever is going to work. That's very very important, isn't it? Because I mean, you know, uh, with the NDIS, the uh, process can take a little bit of time. So obviously, if people can get quotes and they uh, get the ball rolling, as it were, then that's going to help them as far as uh, yeah, exactly uh, the right. funding and time. Yeah. So yes. what about as far as uh, trade-ins go or uh, mm-hmm. transplants go, or what, what's the situation in that okay. area? Okay. So. I'm going to talk pricing a little bit now and and be as transparent as we can. Things may change a little bit just in terms of the transplants. So people will be familiar with the the transplants that are being talked about in the US. We haven't decided what we're doing as far as that is concerned yet. More will be confirmed in mid-May, but I am going to talk about web pricing and trading prices in the meantime. So the web price that you will see on the Pacific Vision site is 862250. Now remember that we're dealing with a lot of corporate organizations, job access and, and those sorts of entities. So rather than end users, that's going to be the price that's actually displayed. Now, if you're wanting to trade in a device, we can offer anywhere 15, 16% off that. So the, the price for that will be around 7260. Now, obviously, if you've got an NDIS plan, we can send you a, a tailored quote for that as well. So yeah, prices at present are starting at a little bit above that $7,000 mark. And um, yeah, just just let us know what it is that, that you need to do, whether you're purchasing it yourself, whether it's an entity who's purchasing for you. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that you're looked after accordingly. What will you accept in terms of uh, Braille displays to, to get that discounted price? Yeah, good question. Anything, anything basically. If it's working, then that's certainly a bonus. We'd like it to be. But whether it's a... Um, a U2 or a Polaris or a, a Braille note, anything with a Braille display. Now, I noticed in the last little while, uh, Humor said the Apex will no longer be supported. What about if people wanted to trade in their Apex? Or yeah, most definitely. That's absolutely fine. If they wanted to trade in um, an Apex for a Braille Sense 6, then um, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly accept that. Okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah, because I'm a lot, you know, I mean, the U2's been a wonderful product, very, very popular and uh, much loved. But I guess, you know, these things do come to the end of their roads and maybe. If people are thinking now, well, this might be a good amount of discount to get off the uh, 
the price of a brand new brass net six. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the, things do change from time to time just as far as, um, you know, what's available discount wise. So it always is worth checking in with us as well and, and what we can do here at Pacific Vision. And people can order right now. So uh, I guess the sooner they order, I guess it's first in, first rest in terms of when they start rolling off the. Uh, the production line, as it were? Absolutely, yeah. I think it would be sensible to pre-order now. As I say, we're, we're not taking any cash at the moment, so it's just a question of, of giving us a call, putting your name down, and we'll certainly contact you when devices are in stock and ready to ship. You sound pretty excited by it. I mean, you've been, well, you're still a young man, but you've been around a long time. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think this compares? I mean, to new products that have been released over the last... Uh, you know, 15 years, 20 years, I guess, since the old, uh, the, the Braille Note original came out way back in the early 2000s. That's it. Yeah. I, I guess I see this. I, I love devices which are a hybrid mix of conventional note taker and also, you know, something which offers me more than that. So, you know, HIMS have always had a, a great way of manufacturing apps which are conventional in nature. So, you know, they've added a world clock for example, so that I can see time zones around the world. That's now in the Braille Sense 6 as well. But on the other hand, they've still got direct access to the Play Store and all those apps that I hear other people talk about, anything from Netflix to Disney Plus to Stan to Zoom, and I can download those too. So having that, not only the access to it, but at the same speed as you would have on a tablet is really, really amazing, you know. And um, yeah, I, I think they've definitely cracked it with this one. I am really excited and, and super excited for other people to have that sort of device in their hands when it launches as well, Peter. Yeah. How can we get in touch? Best to give me a call directly on 0420-355-996 or you can email me sam at pacificvision.com.au. Sam, great to catch up. We'll speak again soon. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate your time. That's Sam Taylor there, blindness product specialist from Pacific Vision. That's it for the program. If you've missed some of it, maybe like to hear it again. You can go to our website, www.varadio.org forward slash podcast. The program to look for is Vision Extra. That's the name of this one. Back on this radio station at the same time next week. <laughs>